Um, right, top our seven most favoriteest animations that we watched in 2023. Um, we each have five, and we're gonna make a definitive JCT number seven. Yeah, shout out to 2023, um, ringing it in, almost done, year down. We're in the 20s. I yeah. realized that we're in the 20s, the roaring 20s. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, kind of. But also... <laughs> I, I saw no. on social media someone was like, "Hey, um, that was that was in the tens," and I was like, "The tens," and they're talking about like, "Yeah, 2011." That was in the tens. So now we're in the twenties. You call them the tens? I don't. I, hear a lot, I don't. Like I just saw that recently. The, they call them the odds, and I don't know. Oh no, the odds are the zeros, and then the uh, tens are the. Yeah, we as a society we need to come up with something a little bit more. Well, we're in the twenties now, so. Yeah, I guess we don't have to worry about it. But like, if you're talking about like older shows, um, what did you watch that was animated that you really liked in 2023, which was not as bad as 2022, but still, what the fuck? <laughs> 2023. Wait, read, well. read. Wait, uh, without putting it in order, read your list just like out loud, so I know what we have and we don't have in common. Sure. Um, well, the one that sticks out to me first is Across the Spider-Verse, um, the sequel okay. to Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Blue Eye Samurai, Netflix original. Um, okay. Bad Batch, uh, Disney Plus. Invincible on Amazon. And uh, wrapping up Attack on Titan. I'm still not finished yet, but I'm getting through it. And I know the, the later seasons just released, or the later episodes of season four just released, which is crazy to me. Because if I was watching this and I had to wait a year and a half or however long, there was a long gap between between season shows, four episodes, and I would have no I would have died. There what, is this yeah. show started speaking of the twenty tens and the twenty. This show started twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I actually watched it when it came out, like a few months, because like I would see like all the like advertisement, you know, like when the anime stuff gets everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. I was going to say on certain sites, but that would be an implication that I didn't want to make. Um, but yeah, I would see it everywhere and then I wanted to watch. I, it's not on my list though. So what was, what else is on there? Oh, specifically when I mentioned Invincible, I wanted to mention the Adam Eve episode or the Adam Eve special um, that they had. I really enjoyed that as well. And especially when I think about Green Lantern's powers, and I'm like, man, everything that Adam Eve's doing is what Green Lantern could be doing. And talking about trash movies, that Green Lantern movie from the DC Tomorrow Tomorrow First, the DC animated one, uh, John Stewart is is the Green Lantern, with, the future Green Lantern. It's real Vic, bad. With Vixen and them and the JLA, like the B-list Justice League. Yeah, uh, I think Green Arrow's in it too. Oh, I love that one. No, I did not like oh, that. Man. Is it Shamar? Is it Shamar Moore who's playing John Stewart? I did not look, but I would assume so. What happened to the old John Stewart? I guess I want to make him sound younger, so I guess um, FBI Shamar Moore would be on it. Is that all your five? That's all I can think of at the top of my head. If I have any more, were <laughs> you not writing them down, man? No, those are the ones I wrote down. Oh, was it five? Yeah, that's five. Right there. Invincible. Wait, one more time. Invincible. Across the Spider-Verse, Blue-Eyed Samurai, Bad Batch, Invincible Season 2, um, Invincible Adam Eve Special, and Attack on Titan. Oh, 
So that's six, really. That's okay. That's amazing because then we have almost nothing in common. Okay. I actually may have six, kind of. Okay, that's good. That means we're going to have a good time putting them together. Okay, my one, in no particular order, I also have Spider-Verse, which I think is the only over- overlapping one. Castlevania. Oh, Justice I League War. Too late now. Justice League <laughs> War World. Um, the one that you don't like, specifically the one that came out. Ooh, no, fuck that. I'm making I'm making um live action change. Um it's also in the same universe, but it's actually Batman, um Arkham Doom or the Doom that came to Arkham. Oh, could not get that. That was so hard to watch as well. I cannot explain to you how just because you love how much just because you love HP Lovecraft. That's the only reason why. My nigga, I have been going to bed the last seven. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. The last seven like nights, I've been going. I found this website that has like audio readings and like pictures and stuff where you can just basically watch like a visual comic of like H.P. Lovecraft stories. They're scary as shit, and I've been watching them before going to bed, and I've never been happier, man. I love it. I'm like, I know he was a racist old man, but like, I'm telling you, like, I found my shit. This is like, I might become a horror writer after all is said and done. Um, So yeah, Batman, the doom that came to um, Arkham. My adventure, adventures with Superman. I only, honestly, only put that there because I wanted to put it in last place personally. Um, (laughs) Scavengers on HBO Max which was good. That's my answer to your blue-eyed samurai, because I like that one a little bit better. And then TMNT, because Jackie Chan was in it. I didn't watch TMNT. Did you know oh, you should have. It was really good. Uh, but I did I did watch My Adventures of Superman, and that one is, is like teetering on greatness. Almost. It's almost there. I don't know if it's because it's 20-minute episodes that bug me. And it's only what, what was it a ten episode season or eight episode season? I think I'm hoping it was eight episodes because I stopped watching because I told you the reason why I stopped watching and I couldn't watch it anymore. I'm sorry, I couldn't. After what, what was that out. reason again? <laughs> um, just character interactions just were not <laughs> up to, up to me. You know, really? I just I listen. I like I think that's what keeps me from watching anime sometimes. Like I like characters that behave a little bit more realistically like for example if you put simpsons family guy and king of the hill together i like family guy the most and then the simpsons and then family guy king of the hill first just because it's more realistic i like my animation to be realistic even though scavenger is going to be my number one okay let's get started number seven the one that we don't like i'm nominating um I guess I should nominate something on your list, but honestly, I'm going to nominate something on my list, which is... Uh, so now we're ranking it from, from worst to best? Yeah. Okay. My Adventures with Superman. Seven? I, I'm fine with that being a seven. Okay. So let me just... Do you want to make the list? You know, you know what really bugs me about that show? Mm. Is um, the voice acting of Deathstroke. It's, real, it's a real nitpick of mine. But Chris Parnell is voicing Deathstroke. And Chris Parnell... From some... I was going to reference him from a show that I'm absolutely sure you didn't watch, but I know exactly what you mean from some Purgatory, one of my well, favorite comics. Oh, I was going to say, Rick, he's, he's Jerry and Rick and Morty. 
and he's okay. Cyril, and he's Cyril and Archer. Oh, Archer came out this year. Oh, oh. And so yeah, he's voicing Deathstroke. And for those for the listeners, Deathstroke is supposed to be a world class assassin. And so for me, someone that I don't know if this is racist, but like he's someone who should be voiced by a black person. Deathstroke, you or Clancy Brown, but Clancy Brown, oh, Clancy voiced, Brown, he already voiced exactly. Luther, so, <laughs> but you do yeah. need like a deep, you need like a deeper voice, or he yeah. has to be like they did on Arrow, like um, Australian <laughs> or like some some accent like that, where it's like, did that Australian come out on Arrow? I, I thought maybe it's just because I noticed it, uh, oh. but I don't know if it was in, in, intended, but I feel like he, okay. he speaks in a very uh, Manu Bennett was talking about speaks of a very thick Australian accent, even on Spartacus. I was just gonna say, are you happy that they're bringing it back? Oh, I didn't know they're bringing it back. They're making a spinoff show with Asher, the um, the Arabic dude, and in the new spinoff show, he's like a king or something. So that 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 is one of the tragedies. Um, Spartacus, they killed, that, that show they killed everybody great. on that show. No, I like the, guy, the real life story of that guy. Is, it sucks oh. the the main character how he passed didn't but didn't he like say I'm Spartacus and then he lived I mean I know what happened is what happened in the show what happened in real life no the main actor who played Spartacus oh the oh the oh yeah oh I'm yeah sorry. passed away from cancer that yeah that was very I remember I'm very yeah. I didn't know that's what you were talking about yeah you that's talking what I'm about talking about historical figure okay yeah um all right so. Uh, we agreed that my adventures with Superman is going to be dead last because Jimmy Olsen's annoying fuck that needs to stop being a third wheel. And I don't know why Lois Lane looks like Catwoman. Did they make her ethnically ambiguous? Do you think they did? Oh, yeah, they did. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm big. I thought she was supposed to be like a, a an Asian sort of lady. Yeah. Asian sort of lady. I like that. <laughs> Um, um yeah, I, anyway, I not it's just honestly it was a Jimmy Olsen. Like he needed to take several seats down. See, that's why I know he doesn't have any black friends. How do you feel about them race swapping characters to become minor characters? How do you mean? Um, I guess a better way to say that, like you you race swap Jimmy Olsen to make him a person right. of color, but he's still right. not a main character, and you still treat him like the the well, the way the way that the main character you know how um the white character always has the the comedic relief person of color side character yeah yeah, yeah. um I don't mind because mm-hmm. like what where is he in that sense is like like where are they taking him down to like I don't think there's any other media except maybe like Supergirl where he had that big of um of a role and. If it's a matter of having a black character and not having a black character, I'd always go with having a black character. I just wish he was a little bit fucking cooler. He's always jumping around. That's what I mean. He's like he's a caricature. He is a okay, yeah. That's so what that I, mean. I don't like. Yeah, like I mean, he's in every episode, and but he, like, like you said, like at least storyline, but like at least in Supergirl, he's not the main character, but he still is a love interest, and he's still his, he's like, like respect. Yeah, yeah, he's respectable. Not re- yeah. That like yeah like I just I had to stop watching because I yeah. felt like he was just chucking and jiving all over the place. It was making me uncomfortable. <laughs> have you ever have you ever watched that Reddit video with the dude with the chicken? No, I haven't. Do not ever watch that. It will make you want to commit black on black crimes, man. It is <laughs> terrible. Um. All number right, six. number six. 
we're putting Invincible on there. Uh, Castlevania. No, uh, no. What? No, no. Bad Batch. Bad Batch is fair. I'll do that. Bad Batch is fair. Okay, I'm Bad only. Batch. I'm just gonna say why I'm putting it low. You tell me why you put it on your list and you want it a little bit. Like, what's good about it? Honestly, I'm putting I'm it low put, because I put. I would put maybe Bad Batch and uh, My Adventures with Superman should switch. No, because I like everyone in Bad Batch. You like, Omega, they had, like Omega? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like Omega. Um, <laughs> my favorite. No, my favorite one is. Um, is Danny DeVito's um, ex-wife who plays like the lizard lady? That's like a mom. Oh my gosh, she's like so that. annoying. I <laughs> I <sighs> like her. Shoot. Okay, go ahead. Why do you like Bad Batch? Go ahead. I'll let you speak. Okay, so I I grew up on the um, Star Wars sort of like the 3D animation Star Wars. I just like kept getting better and better, and this is an evolution of that. Like I feel like people are like the last four episodes writing wise were like the peak of the 3D Star Wars animation, but visually it still gets better and better. And so like sometimes even if I don't don't like a story, I'll just watch something just like compositionally. I'll just watch it that way, and if I'm not paying attention to the words. And it's a really cool visual show. Like, I like their storylines. Their storylines, which um, <clears throat> Filoni is sort of does a translation of them to live action. And I think that's sort of the problem that some people come across with is that the storylines that are so mature on the show usually end up seeming a little bit juvenile in the live action but in the show they work really great and they make like a kid's show come off really mature like i even like the design like i like how the main dude is he five no fives is someone else but the main dude um Hunter. i call him rambo is like he's dressed Hunter. like rambo and it looks yeah. like rambo yeah like i like that it's like a little bit of design i like the world building that they make like it's i like it like yeah, I, I like I watching think, those characters i think if ahsoka was animated it would have came off a thousand times better. And watched by about 20,000. Well, I don't know how many people less, but yeah. You, I mean, it would have. It really, really would have, but yeah. But it wouldn't yeah. have been as popular. I think people just like live action. just Because some of that stuff just looks... I don't mean to rant about Ahsoka, but like just even Sabine getting... Oh, I don't even want... I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to get into it. It's just going to make me upset. <sighs> That's I, number six. Bad I Batch. Would... I do... I want to mention about Bad Batch is... I really like the the episode uh, with the, the in winter. Yeah, the winter episode. The winter. I thought visually it was a very cool episode. Um, no, you know what it reminded me of? I don't know if you've ever watched Fargo, the first season of Fargo, but they had an episode in the snow, and I think that's what inspired that episode, where like it's all white everywhere, and the dude is all by himself, taken right out of Fargo episode. But keep going. Crosshair. His name is Crosshair, and and that Crosshair. was one of the better battle sequences. Um, even just showing. Uh, the, the thing I do like it. about the Bad Batch is how they all have their own almost superpower, like their own ability. And, and in this yeah. episode, they really showed why Crosshair is elite. And, and You're history. right. And honestly, it was the writing. Um, I don't know if Filoni did it specifically himself, but that was one of the better redemption arcs. Like, I'm one of those people. Um, I never started for Crosshairs. I was like, kill him. You don't need him even when season one ended. But that episode did make me change my mind. And actually, the writing of his arc in that season was really like it did its job by first showing him being like being so loyal and everyone not being like 
the Empire, like, not really caring about him as a veteran. And again, these are all mature subject matters, but then him just realizing, like, the system that he's dedicated his life to is not supporting him and his brothers that he's turned his back on. And so, like, the last few episodes coming up to that one episode on that planet was really good. It didn't go um it didn't go over my head that that's also like the setting that one of the last episodes, the last scene of um the clone was was in. So it just made me pay extra attention. So to me that's actually now you're making me feel like maybe I should have put it a little bit higher, but that's okay. Well it, it's because all the stuff without crosshair is bad. Every crosshair episode is good. All the other stuff that the in between the filler is not good. You mean the stuff with Omega? Yeah, it's really not compelling. You need to stop attacking women, man. It's not cool. You need <laughs> stop it. Stop no, it. They live here that too. Narrative either. <laughs> but and yeah, I, I but like, what are we badge. doing with what are we doing with Omega? Like, what are we doing with her? She's how does go- how does how does Sabine? Be- I'm going to ruin it anyway. So spoilers for Ahsoka. How does Sabine become force sensitive? But Omega is not force sensitive. Okay, but like you. From everything that we've talked about, we both know that like Felonism as like a scholar of like the Knights of the Old Republic sort of larger mythos of like Star Wars. And I feel like before they rebooted and got sold to Star Wars, there was very much I mean, it was a whole bunch of lore and most of it contradicted with each other. But um like if you played Knights of the Old Republic, you could just like teach your teammates to use the force even though they didn't have that big of a connection to it so i i don't mind that like even if you're not a jedi jedi you could still you know no it's trash little piece over there no i like it no, i like it's it. Trash. if it's it, trash. if the if the force is supposed to be connecting everyone to everything it doesn't break my immersion of the show like some people have a higher connection to it than don't and if you're a child and you have a huge connect and you have a huge connection you can turn no, it that makes jedi. that makes sense but everything that you've said Everything that was said prior about Sabine's character is completely yeah. out the window. I mean, so, that makes sense because so that, Mandalorians yeah. are supposed to be the antithesis of um, of Jedi. And having, like, having a Mandalorian Jedi should be a big deal. And it just, I'd like, rather it have, was just written like it was like a second, like a, a afterthought, like on the back burn. Like, oh, yeah, we're right. going to do this now. And then when the moment happens, it's not even a big moment. And then all of a sudden she could throw people across great distances and have the confidence to jump and all that other stuff it's like she didn't work she didn't even work for it like in 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 the other piece i'm not now i'm ranting about ahsoka but the other piece that makes me mad about ahsoka is that she walked away from the jedi order ahsoka Mm. and so why is she trying to do everything like the jedi order would do with uh sabine if she understands that the system was flawed she, and so then, well, she so, has a, so then Sabine's training is just why are you training her in this way that you know was bad? So I, I can't even fault Sabine because I'm looking at Ahsoka like you already know this stuff doesn't work. So why are you doing it? Not only did well, you I walk, feel not only did you walk away from it, you saw your master become one of the most evil people in the universe. This out of the same institution that turned their back on you and tried to frame you. And, and okay, now you're like, okay, was... I gotta be, I gotta be Ahsoka, to, I gotta be Ahsoka the Jedi. And, and take on a Padawan and do the same thing. It would have been dope if uh, Ahsoka took on Sabine as an apprentice, but told her, "I'm going to teach you the Ahsoka way, not the Jedi." That's my. That's Ahsoka's my mind. I feel like Ahsoka's mindset is that uh, not all cops are bad, and if I teach you how to be a cop like I'm a cop, then it'll be good. 
you know what I mean? Which is a problem. It was like, Mace Windu was bad, but I'll be good. Yeah. Mace Windu was a bad cop, but I'm a good cop. Let me. (laughs) Which is a problem. It doesn't make any sense. Fundamentally, did not make any sense for me. But I'm sorry. I went on a whole tangent. We could do a whole episode on Ahsoka. We've got uh, My Adventures with Superman. We have Bad Batch, which is number five. You nominate um, the fifth one. Um, so what do we got left? Oh, uh, I should have shared my list with you just so you had it to pick stuff from. But just again, I have Spider Spider Verse, Castlevania, um, Batman the movie, my oh, adventures, then, Superman, Scavengers, and TMNT. I would put Batman below Bad Batch and uh, my adventures with Superman. So I'll compromise here and say we can why. Okay, I was gonna say like I want you to explain yourself so I can explain to you why Batman and the Arkham Doom that came to Gotham really... was the Doom that came to Gotham was a drag. It was the not interesting. Came... You you the switched out. You to... switched out. You switched out key characters, and then mm-hmm. killed them off. This is a spoiler. Mm-hmm. The whole episode spoilers, and then killed them off unceremoniously. Mm-hmm. There was no arc. There was no detective work. There was terrible action and the, at the end he just turns into a bat and fights fights like what am i watching you are watching the culmination of the integration of one of the best comic one of the most popular comic books in the world with one of the greatest horror mythologies ever created so that's why what is I'm it so boring about. It's not boring. It's only boring because you don't know what you're... So it's like, I feel like you, <laughs> when you think of Cthulhu, you want to think of the huge monsters and not really specifically of what's going on in like Batman going on that trip and like meeting all these different business people. But just like from my watching, I mean, from the last nights of reading, literally, I've just been listening and reading this shit last couple of days. Like it, it's such a good, it's such a good adaption because... Part of like in all those, um, in all those, I'll keep it short, but basically in all those books, there's a real academic and fraternity, like uh, fraternity energy. Like in all those, first it starts at the very end when someone's already going to like, is already gone mad and the, the whole like stuff's already happened, like in media res. And then it's all about going crazy. But the thing that I really like about it is Batman was actually inspired by the Cthulhu mythos and the works of H.P. Lovecraft. Arkham, like Arkham Penitentiary is actually based on Arkham where most of his stories take place. Like it's such a big influence on there that Penguin um, probably is like someone from Innsmouth and they added him in there. He's, you know, as a person who's going at the Arctic. And by the way, like they make so many different, um, so many different books of his into the adoption so like the that's main part one of, is part of the problem man it's so good though and at the end because like at the end like it's his barely whole, watchable the, the arc of the protagonist in a cthulhu or hp lovecraft story is usually someone who is on the verge of transferring or figuring out the cosmics the cosmic workings of the world of the universe and usually by the end, like, it's never a good story. These people are usually mad. They kill themselves. They, like, they make a story being like, I've seen this really bad shit. I'm going to lock it away so no one ever does it. And then I might kill myself or, like, I'll never talk to anyone about it. Or I'm going to burn these books forever. Or, like, the whole town goes and, you know, decides that they're not going to visit this place anymore. Stuff like that. But it never ends up good. It's just the psychological ter- manifests into 
the physical, which then, you know, turns into a big battle at the end. Although, like, in the H.P. Lovecraft movies, it's like the the bad Lovecraftian horror never usually loses. Or if it loses, it just goes back to sleep. So, like, it's always a protagonist that always loses. So when they all die, it makes thematic sense for me. But also, it's just a great atmosphere. Like, for something... Like, name me any project, anything that you watch, and I could tell you how it's connected to Cthulhu, everything from, like, Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Game of Thrones, Star Wars. Everything has a Cthulhu, like, connection to it. So, yeah. But no, nothing's no, ever been. Do you think that everything you just said it. made it so convoluted? Like, it could have done well cutting out some of that stuff and making it a more succinct story. No, it couldn't. It, by making it more of a comic story, yes, and less of a Lovecraftian story. But I love it because it was so Lovecraftian, and I just like that made me like it. I think it's a different of opinions. One time, I feel like even morally like ambiguous. What, what is it? Was it Etrigan the deep the demon like a big part of this? Yes. And it's like, yeah. why am I? Why am I watching this? Because like, he's he fits like, perfectly into the mythos. It's about he a fits guy into yeah, but that's not by a demon. That's it doesn't. Like, it well, doesn't like, make. It doesn't make for a good. Batman. Yes, it Robert. okay. You're right. It doesn't make for a good Batman story. It makes for an amazing adaptation of a good thing. Yeah, story. and you know, maybe that's spectacular. That's, that's my bad. I know that's it's adapted from a comic book. So I know that yeah. it's not like they just came in and said, We're gonna do this. Like they adapted it from something. So you know, there's a basis for it, and the people love the comic book. So I mean, people might be echoing the same sentiments that you are, but for me, it was too too bloated. Um I felt like I had to stop and start it too many times because I was like, I couldn't keep my attention. So when I have to rewind something a few times, it's like, all right, like now I'm just getting through it just, just to get through it. Like, yeah. So no, no, don't look down on your barometer. If your barometer is telling you that was a tough watch, then like listen to it. But just for me, it was like a delight. It was like, Oh, finally something for me to watch. And I, you know what, after this podcast, I'm going to watch it again. I haven't checked out since, some of my readings and I want to I watch think, it again. You All know, right, so now you know what I'm five. tired. Hold, you know what I'm tired of is what I'm killing Dick Grayson. I'm tired of it. So yeah. once that happened, I kind of it turned me off. He he has his own show. It got canceled, but it's fine. <laughs> it's like every every everything seems to want to kill Dick Grayson, and I don't understand why. But yeah, he so. had to die so that like so Bruce could you know have a good final act like motivation. Yeah, they I they fridged him, they iced him. Um we can go, we can go. <laughs> also um, they had to like, yeah, yeah. I just realized I, as we we're talking, because like HP Lovecraft, people talk about how he like the things he t- like he says about like black people, which like from the readings of the books, it hasn't like there's some stuff that's like error appropriate, not error appropriate, just some stuff you'd hear back then. And just the language he uses, but it never seemed that overt to me. But then some of the stuff that he wrote, not in his books, was a little bit. Ugh. But also, like what I wanted to say is, like I, I think I was wondering if, like, they put um, who's that girl? The girl in the um, in the movie. Uh they, they gender swapped. You know, she... Robbins, didn't they? No, no, no. Yeah. She's the girl. She was in um the Margot Robbie movie. I think that's her. Steph, oh, uh, spoil not spoiler, um, the orphan, yeah. So she's because, like, like 
H.P. Lovecraft sees some stuff about black people, but the East, the Asian community <laughs> should be mad at him. So I'm glad they involved her in it because he's always saying that they um they worship the human killing demons. But um, number four, what do you what do you do? Uh, should I nominate something? Sure. TMNT, no, uh, Castlevania. For number four, you watched it. I watched it. You loved it. I. Mm, I didn't love it. Oh, I liked it. Cassandra Kane, that's what I was talking right. about. That's her name. Cassandra Kane. Yeah. Um who is why did you like it instead of love it? Why did Castlevania you just like it was it? Castlevania Nocturne had a lot to live up to coming in. All right. Um yeah. the first series of Castlevania knocked it out the park. Even though season one was four episodes, but it got better. And then Season two, season three really cooked, and season four it ended the story in a great fashion. Um, from an animation standpoint and the action standpoint, I hadn't seen um uh, what people have been doing, what as what they did in Castlevania in that first series. So coming into Nocturne, I had high expectations. Even the voice acting, um, in Castlevania, the original series to me was superior. Um, Dracula as a villain, a villain of nuance was superior. Yeah. Um, so coming into Nocturne, it felt like everything, everything I just named took a step yeah. down. And I get you. There was like no good motivation for the villain. There's not compelling voice acting. Actually, I find Richter Belmont annoying. Um, and the characters seem to do stuff because the plot drove it to do so, and not because the characters had agency. Um, I could see that. And then there's some like plot conveniences, like where his grandfather just pops up out of nowhere, and then disappears for the rest of it. And then okay, I feel like the the grandfather tr- is triggering one of my biggest criticisms for the show, which is why is everyone dressed so differently? It mm-hmm. bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like, where are we living? Are we not like? I think I didn't mind it that much in Castlevania because I just in my head I was like, this is a fantasy show. So it sort of broke a little bit of my immersion when, like, it returned and we're in France and it's a French Revolution. So I'm like, okay, just two, around 200 years ago. That's okay. But then, like, it had all these weird, like, um, I forget what you call them in movies, um, when something is, like, era inappropriate. But basically, the grandfather dressing like his an anachronism. Yeah, anachronism. You're absolutely right. So he's dressing like he's like a fuck boy from like the Golden Bachelor. Like the little girl is dressing like something from a German fairy tale. Like the main dude's the only one who's dressed. Like I'm sorry, it's just like one of the things that bothers me. Like I like um I like a visually a solid visual world. Like I don't like I that's why I didn't like that show that I was talking to you about where I couldn't tell like where it was taking place the um the show that I Delta. thought was yeah dragon's blood um no so so what else with Castlevania like really with the point of the villains the best villain was the the black one with, with hair the pink hair she was dope but that was one of the other ones I was like they ki- so they ki- I was like where are you getting your hair made yeah who's they, doing that <laughs> they killed her unceremoniously in 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 Deus Ex Machina, quite literally, with Alucard coming out of nowhere, and it's like she was probably one of the more compelling people to watch 
You just got rid of her. Yeah. The only other compelling person is Orlocks. And he is barely... Is he the vampire that's um, the Native American vampire? Yes, that's him. Um, do you know that he's voiced by Homeboy from um, Westworld? Who does every... Na- like, if there's, like, a Native American role, he, like, does it. Zach McLaren. Or Zane McLaren is his name. Great actor, great actor. Okay, so, Castlevania. Do we, like... Uh, I'm putting it a little. I wanted to put it a little bit higher because um I just wanted to support Tuso. So we have Castlevania at four. Yep. Nocturne. Oh, uh, did you watch? Kid? Oh, and oh, last wow. thing, last thing about Castle the fight. The fight scenes were just nowhere near as good as the first one. And when yeah, you think the first about, ones are like avatar level. These ones are like yeah, Naruto level. You, you, you think about all the powers that they're using. Even the the chain whip was more compelling to watch than just the fire whip. Like, yeah, all that. But it, uh, Cypher's master level sorceress, and I'm now gonna watch this little girl make little animals fight. Like, nah, I'm not cool with that. Um, but they three. had to get the Pokemon in there. Um, number three. All right, number three, number three. Where are you? Here I am. Here I am. How do you do? Do you know what that is? No. Um, well, Rashawn would know. Um, he's a parent. It's a kid's um nursery ride. It's Rachel or something. Me. I think so. Number three, what we got? <laughs> you want number teenage- three? Uh, no, I was something didn't make sense to me for a minute is because I was putting in Castlevania on the list, but I put the black. Um, voice actor Tuso Mbesi, who was in uh, The Woman King. I wrote her down instead of Castlevania, so I was like, What? So I'm a big fan, she's gonna be in a new show on HBO. Um, I got Blue Eye Samurai TMNT, Blue Eye Samurai. Oh, why should TMNT not be number three? Unless I didn't watch it, be. I didn't watch it, so I can't comment on it. So, okay, um, it was good, it was. We can have TM TMNT like as a as a special honorary thing, but I can't make the list because I haven't seen it. But say your piece. No, 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 no. Um, nothing that much. It just it was really well done the way that Spider Verse was well done. Um, don't you think it copied Spider Verse a little bit? No, not really. Animation style because animation style same specific animation techniques different. Um, Spider Verse was very comic booky. This felt like a sketchbook sort of thing, um, which goes, which is in line with like when that comic first came out, and it was in black and white and was very blocky and not. Um, I don't want to say not clean, just like it was um non pristine animation. And I think they kept that, and um, it actually helped build the atmosphere I was talking about. Like it felt you were like you were in a TMNT world, even in a two thousand TMNT TV series, like. It felt like that. It was very immersive, which I like. Um, but you didn't watch it. You want to put um, you want to put Blue Eyes Samurai on there. Why should it be? What did you like most about it? Me, oh, I'm a simple man, straight up action. Some of the <laughs> best fight scenes. What kind of? A- oh, okay, that kind of action. Oh, geez, look at this guy. Now, <laughs> well, um, you said I'm a simple guy. I am a simple okay. guy. Straight action. Straight hands. Nice. That show is straight hands. Hands right. and, and swords. Who? <laughs> and amongst other things. But yeah. 
whose hands were on whose swords? Oh, hey, yo, there all right, man. See, well, that's what I'm <laughs> tricky guy right here. You're the <laughs> stay on your toes when you're around Edgar. I can keep going even the, with that. Comment. My man's okay. mind is in the gutter, gutter, gutter. It is. Um, all right, blue eyed samurai. I'm not gonna. Blue eyes. Uh, only thing I say about Blue Eyes Samurai was I thought it was I thought it cheapened out at the end. Again, spoilers. I think that um she should have killed old boy. Like, what are the chances that he's telling you the truth? One, and how are you gonna risk that by going to London where you just got pieced up by a gun, and now you're gonna go to the place that has all the guns, and and do what? Become a samurai gunslinger for season two. Sure, sure, sure. I, I mean, I'll watch it. What are you yeah. not? What, yeah, I'll tune I in. feel like that's where it's setting. Okay, I like it. it. Has like, uh, I only watched episode five, so it's, so you just spoiled that for me, but it's okay. Blue oh, Samurai, number no, it's, <laughs> I honestly, it's it. okay. I was gonna watch it either way. Um, no, you just I watched the first episode, the first two episodes, did like it, then watch it. A little bit more because people kept talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, I see. The animation isn't that bad, but um, story still a little bit." All right, what do you want to put at number two? Because I want to put what I want to put at number one. I'll put an invincible. I think you'll. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, wait. In fact, we're changing that. Blue Eyes Summer is going to be number two. Invincible can be number three. Okay, I'm, why do you? What's your beef for the Invincible? The episode that you talked about, I stopped. I didn't want to like shit on your like excitement, but I stopped watching because the animation was so weird looking. It was weird looking, and the animation in that show keeps being weird looking. I don't know because if it's the settings on my TV screen, but like there's some shots that they do where it's like concept art like concept art, like hand-drawn art is the background, and then they do the animation art, like in the foreground, in the middle. But like, especially in that Killing Eve episode, sorry, Adam Eve. Eve, what's her name? Adam, Adam Eve. Eve episode. Like, it was so apparent because cause the animation style didn't even match up with what was in the background most of the time, and sometimes they even do like 3D animation, which was fine in that big fight scene that they did um, where like they killed a bunch of people like that actually made sense. But just when you're watching like a one-on-one fight, like I understand like the creativity and the um, Green Lantern inspired sort of stuff was really cool. And I like the imagine the imagination going on in the action scenes, but like the actual drawing on the animation took me out Mm. like really bad. Yeah. But so that's why we're moving it to number three. Blue Eyed Samurai can be number two, and number one could be. Well, before we get there, I was gonna say about Invincible. It's not just I do think the art style is simple. Um, it's simple, but I by do itself. I think I think the stories and themes that it it's yeah. able to handle are oh, like, amazing. Yeah, like no other. Um, so that's like, that's why it's high on my list. Should we put it back on number two? Because, like, the writing really is so good. Like, to me, it feels more like a comic book than, say, like, What If does. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, that feels like a world. Mm-hmm. Even though I just spent a couple of minutes shitting on it. But I do like the writing. <laughs> I even like how they did... Um... No, like, okay, let me say something good about the animation. Like, you know, when they do the flashback to the dad's POV and is, like, flying through space to go marry that aunt woman? Yeah. 
still crazy. Um, like that little montage, I liked it because they didn't have the weird 3D animation. It, they just had him. And actually that animation goes really well with um, Scavengers, um, which is also like minimalist animation, but still managed to, to put through the emotions of the characters. But um, but yeah, so that's what I'll say. Like I like the writing and I like some animations, but that specific episode, I couldn't watch it. I was like, this does not look real. This looks like they had to like put something out. And I don't understand why they couldn't just wait to put the whole entire like show out, like whenever it finished. Because now I, I, don't I think like if they do, if they give, if they do like little mini, if they do like a Black Samson episode, like I think that would be fire. Like if they give each person like one, like one shot episode. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. That would be cool. I I would like it. I think the only way that would work if they do it in um in a Watchmen kind of way, where like. It focuses on one person specifically, but it still involves everyone and it still moves the plot forward because I think that show actually, its problem isn't to start, it doesn't need to like slow down more and focus on other characters more, even though they are well-written. I think that might actually doom it because I feel like, first of all, they take forever to produce it. Each episode is like 40, 50 minutes each, which I like, but that's a lot of time to like pay attention so unless everything is hitting on every cylinder and like keeping it going, 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 I feel like there might be a real danger to like if you're watching a Samson episode and they have to like spend 20 minutes like, you know, building up yeah, this emotional I see what you're arc. Saying. I see what you're yeah. saying. So like So are well, you switching I mean, are you switching Invincible and Blue Eye Samurai? Yeah, I'm switching it back. You're right. Let's put Invincible at number two. I was hating on my boy Glenn Ree for no reason. I still can't believe the governor did that to him. That's when that show ended. Like they bashed that man in, and nobody came back to watch that show, except for you. All right, number one, is it going to be? Say that again for me. Curious. Oh no, I thought I couldn't hear you. I thought you would like left the chat. Um, Scavengers or Spider Verse? I haven't watched Scavengers, so I'm going to say Spider Verse, and I think I say that confidently. Well, <laughs> it's got to be across the uh, spider verse what are your favorite things about across the spider verse do you want to say i want to see a positive and a negative my negative too many sins at the end like i understand they were trying yeah, to build pressure it, but it like, was like return of the king like two, it thank ended you like three that's, times. thank you that's that, that's my that's negative my analogy. negative is ending on a cliffhanger that's my negative yeah mine too okay so we were both like in agreement to that um also too much color in the um in the Gwen Spider-Verse world. Whoa, you're going there? You going you going to touch that topic? What's the topic? <laughs> you you Edgar? What do you I mean? Thought, I thought you were the ones who love color. Like who says this color Fuck you, man. This, this color <laughs> this color means that this actor is going to be a bad guy in the third episode of season eight. Oh my I love that I do love that yes that's exactly me I'm glad you understand how I work yes a color does mean a bad guy is going to be evil in season eight no my problem the color in this world just everything just felt like I was watching an episode of euphoria man it was I was like oh it was just, it was just too much color I'm sorry like wasn't that you the know point, like if you go to wasn't that the point for Gwen like I feel like that's exactly what they wanted to do her 
at her store. Jamaicas feel like we wanted to leave the club. <laughs> like it seems like being at a club no, and you want to no, get out. No, other people, other people I've identified with the color palette and like found, I guess like it, it translates to like um, LGBTQIA rights and stuff, like some some other things like that. But I feel like it aligns with a lot of like euphoria, like you just said, like I feel like that's a look that's in with uh, Gen Z age sorry, type I people. Just... You know what I'm saying? Sure, so I feel like, don't tell us you don't have mood lighting in your like in your room. That's like, what I'm, that's all I'm saying. It. That's all I'm saying. Like it feels like that that fits right in with that that demographic, as you just pointed <laughs> out. So I just I just typed into the search bar, um, Gwen Stefani gay. Um, you mean Gwen Stacy? Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm just looking up real quick. Keep talking, please. Oh, talk about all the things you like. No. Um, well. That that's my my bad part for the Spider Verse was that it was long in that, um, after he left the little mm-hmm. Spider Citadel or whatever, the Council of yeah. Rex or the the Council of Spider Men, um, the movie and it really dropped off in pacing and I could see everything that was gonna happen. Oh, happen. she's transgender. Well, it it could, it could be read as that. It could be read as that. The color palette. Oh. I don't think oh, okay. I don't think they're gonna come out. Oh, that's it. why you were like that's that's what you were saying. That's okay. All right, I see what you mean. <laughs> I don't think I, I'd be surprised if they come out and say it, but it, it can be read as that. And I think a lot of people are finding um solidarity that they use the color palette. Edgar. I'm glad people can find solidarity in color palettes. <laughs> I just like to I, I use the color palette to tell me who's gonna be the season the uh, villain in season eight, but you know, use it how you want to. No, but I think um action wise again, superior. Yeah, voice acting wise, superior. Um MVP Amazing. of the movie, um Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya. No, MVP was homegirl who is just like you know what i have no reason to turn on my people but i'm gonna turn on you let me click this button real quick spider bite also did you like that donald glover was um live action yeah, didn't like was, his costume but i like that he was there right, but then why funny. would he be at do the a whole nother episode on donald glover and whether he is a good actor we can have a whole other episode on that but we'll have it when his mr and mrs smith show comes yeah out. i'm not looking forward to that let me just tell you that what what made you change what? I wasn't looking forward to it in the beginning. Huh? What I wasn't no. looking forward to Donald Glover being Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, but you like support him in everything he does. Like I, Glover, I feel like it was Donald Glover, to. Kanye for you, and maybe another person. <laughs> <laughs> I know your heroes are slowly dying. That's funny. That is funny. Um, but no, um, across the spider. What did he do? No, no, come on, tell me. Did he like put in a bad performance in something? I thought you always thought it was oh, a good actor. Solo was awful. Okay, I guess he's sort of the the movie actor actor where he plays himself really like charismatically yeah. and he can't get into another character. I know what you mean there. Yeah. But if it's it's his if it's his show that he's writing, I'm sure he can write it in his own voice. I feel like But I know, do I want to be good in that way. Can you believe that Donald Glover is a spy? I'm gonna have to watch it to understand the premise, but I'm like, dude don't even look like do look like he get tired going up some stairs. He don't look like he could be a spy. Yeah, but like, you know, contrary to like James Bond and the original Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like they like people that like look average. Like this is such a weird and horrible example. But they, I realized this in like, um, it's, also, it's just an out of left field example. But like, 
in season two or three of Scandal, they had this like regular lady that looked like a teacher and it really bothered me that like she's being like an assassin and then I was like looking it up and on like chat and then someone was like like that's who they hire like actual spies look like your grocery store like well I mean I watched you know. the American so yeah I get it but yeah so but, you watched the American that wasn't you you managed to get through all of that no I didn't and I've tried twice okay I get up to when okay. when the little girl finds out and I'm like I can't do this no more it was good I for tried seasons. I tried once and I never made it to the end of the season, but I'm glad you did better than me. All right. Um, no, that was Spider Verse our... is dope. Um, Oscar Isaacs, thank goodness he had a good role because he's another one that we might have to come back to the drawing table about. No, you don't. He might not. Okay, he needs to role. pick better projects. That's what it is. What he started out great. Man? He started out great. He's still great. We like Moon Knight. People talk about don't like Moon Knight, but we like Moon Knight. Who's watched Moon Knight? Oh my god! I've watched Moon Moon Knight. You've watched Moon Knight. We all watch Moon Knight. The third personality. Don't you remember the cliffhanger we still have to wait for season two, where like the third personality comes out? We're still waiting. We'll see when that happens, if that ever happens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm confident it'll happen. We'll see it. Um, who do you think has bigger star power right now, him or Pedro Pascal? Pedro Pascal. I don't know why I said that. I knew the answer, but I'm just I, I'm I'm team I'm team Isaac, man. I'm I'm team Oscar Isaac. Um, not that we need to be pitting, is, um, Latino men too. Is he Latino? Because he's played every other ethnicity. Yeah, he's he's racially ambiguous. So he he he's yeah. kind of like the Rock. You know, he's whatever you need him to be. He's a chameleon. Exactly. Well, the Rock isn't exactly a chameleon. He's just racially ambiguous. Um, Irving but yeah, Diesel, man. Anything you want to. Vin Diesel's going to get canceled, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> no, because it made me realize I don't have any opinion of Vin Diesel. I like the Riddick movies, but I just don't have an opinion of him. I've never watched a Fast and Furious movie. The longest that's Fast crazy. I feel like that. Watched. I feel like that'd be right up your alley, honestly. No, the only the, the old ones, not the new ones. The old ones, up till five. I okay. Up I remember like wanting to watch talk Tokyo Drift, but only because yeah. like Bow Wow was in that like was in that parking garage and was making the car do. The, no, I think Tokyo I think Drift. you'd like one, one, two, one, two, three, four, and five. Not in that order, but I think that's what you'd like. After five, it gets bad. But uh, should, I've been trying to watch more movies from that area. Is there on what film? Was, but, what um, was the last thing you wanted to say before we close it out? Um. What are you looking forward to next year, animation-wise? Actually, no. I have a I have one specific question for you. If you had to pick one, one stays and one goes, and I haven't asked your opinion on this, but the upcoming animated movie of After the Last Airbender or the TV show that everyone was like, it's going to be bad, but now the pictures are coming out and everyone's good, except everyone's mad because all the... Um, Water tribe people are actually never I'm not I'm not gonna talk about that. Um not my area, but like which one do you like? If you had to keep one and one had to go. Live action or the animated one? I don't want the, the animated one, one is made. I don't want the huh? animated one. The animated one. Yeah, I'm kind of giving up on live action. I'm getting I'm like, I could use a thorough break from live action. You notice everything that we named, not there's only one DC property and not one Marvel property. 
Like, yeah, but can they get back to their roots? Well, we're naming like, just make make good just... animation. I, not they are make. Now, nah, now nah, I sound like make animation good again. I sound crazy, <laughs> but like, can we please, can we please get some good animation back to like where it was started? Like, I don't, I don't see why it's why is it most so. Of it is... It's so hard. It looks now. superficial. You know, it's not just superficial. It's Disney, and I really do sound like a, uh, a MAGA person now. But Disney needs to stop. <laughs> like they're Disney... so they're so corporate that they cannot touch certain issues, or they feel like they have to walk such a straight and narrow. It's so restricting. It's so restricting, and it doesn't lead to good content. And like when Marvel was out of them, they had more range to do good con- like you can't have they couldn't have um one of their villains threaten to kill somebody in they in they in they show or like shoot somebody in they show because it's like oh this is a disney property See, it's that's like how come I know on. you haven't watched the echo trailer man oh echo echo is about to be- tvma yes yeah on disney Plus. yes Let's see how that goes and hulu and who and asked hulu. for who, who asked for that and I'm not saying that, but but that's just a, a brief example of some of the restrictions. But there's a lot more stuff that comes with being a Disney property and following that Disney brand. That's why Incredibles 2 was trash. Because it was under Disney. No, people just don't talk about it, but it was really good. And it made no, a lot of money, close bad. to a billion dollars. Okay, you know what? I'm going to stop you before Captain you Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. Is that good? Yes. No, no, that doesn't mean it's a good movie. I'm going to stop you before you get into your Jamie Chung territory. Um... <laughs> yeah.